Welcome to the HR Chat Podcast, bringing the best of the HR and talent communities to you. Welcome to another episode of the HR Chat Podcast. I'm your host, Bill Bannum, uh, and today we are joined by Noel Webb. Noel is co-founder and CEO of Karen, the latest project from his role as Director of Product Innovation at InnoSphere. During Noel's career as a technology leader, he has developed a passion for products and innovations and has been the driving force behind products like Tech and & Design and Team HQ. Noel, welcome to the HR Chat Podcast. Well, thank you very much for having me. Noel, what I didn't mention in the introduction is that you're also a speaker at uh, the Disrupt HR Toronto event, which is happening on December 1st. So depending Correct. on when you're listening to this, uh, it's either happened or it's just about to happen. Um, so, Noel, we're, we're going to be focusing quite a lot of the, the chat today on, on, on Disrupt HR Toronto and your session and so on. But before we, uh, before we go down that route, um, tell us a bit about yourself. Tell us about your career history and how you came to be in your current role. Sure. Um, so I began years and years and years ago, uh, just after I'd finished university. Uh, I decided I didn't really want to uh, go and work for anybody else, so I started my own recording studio with my business partner at the time. And uh, if any of you out there are familiar with owning and running a recording studio, uh, they're not the most profitable ventures. Um, but we ended up having actually a client that had, uh, you know, it was comprised of a bunch of uh, a bunch of different uh, guys in this band. Uh, they were from ad agencies, they were professors at universities and so forth. And very, very quickly we were introduced uh, into the world of uh, the agricultural ad agency. And uh, we were asked to come in and do a credentials presentation. And by the end of that presentation, we landed our, our first gig uh, with, uh, with an agency. And it was a little bit of doing some uh, audio uh, audio work for them, as well as some technological work, doing some podcasts, as well as some interactive design. So that was really where everything started for me. And jump, you know, years and years and years later, as I was running uh, my last company, Bam Digital, I decided to uh, to take my hand in uh, in trying and developing products because it was something that was really really interesting to me, uh, and seeing how people were doing that. And uh, got into actually developing a cryptocurrency product called QuickMint at the time. This was quite in the early days of of uh, cryptocurrencies, and uh, the Canadian government and banks just didn't know how to deal with it at the time with all of your uh, KYC and your customer compliance. And so, what ended up actually happening is uh, uh, right before launch, that very quickly got uh, shut down by uh, by the banks. Uh, requiring uh, us to go deeper and deeper into into having a compliance officer and whatnot. It was a really murky, murky time in in, in the world of cryptocurrency, and uh, yeah. So the the government turned around and the banks turned around and shut off many many companies that were were uh, using using banks and uh, with their cryptocurrency companies. And so from there, it actually met Jeff Berardini, who is the CEO and president of Innisfear. Uh, he was an advisor for for that particular startup that I was getting off the ground, uh, and as it came to a close, we we kept on discussing you know what are the different kinds of things that we would like to develop or work on as products, and before you knew it, uh, I was uh, asked to see if I wanted to join Innisfear 
uh, as the director of product innovation and a partner here. And that's where we got started. So uh, we've been developing products here at Innisfer for just over two years, and now we've landed on uh, on one uh, that we, we, we think is going to be a hit. Uh, and oddly enough, many of the products that we've been developing up until this point have led directly into this direction. Okay, so tell us a bit about Karen. Uh, what, what, what does it do? Um, so Karen is uh, a cognitive recruiting assistant. And so what I mean by that is it's an artificial intelligent uh, machine that we have designed to be able to read and disseminate the content of job requisitions and compare them directly against the submissions from job candidates. And so what we actually do is we, uh, when, we re when we ingest a, a job requisition, uh, we pull out keywords and concepts and personality insights by doing sentiment analysis on the text and on the copy. And then we do the same with the candidate submission as well. And we compare the two and we're able to score and rank each one of uh, those that come out, each of the keywords and each of the concepts that come out to be able to shortlist uh, the candidate submissions to a recruiter. So it saves them having to go through hundreds if not thousands of resumes uh, and have it all done automatic, automatically for them uh, in an automated process right within their applicant tracking system, within their current workflow. It, it's actually been kind of interesting for us because what we've actually been doing as well is there's a secondary service that ties into this that is Karen's chatbot. And so that goes out and actually communicates with all of the candidates. Uh, saving the recruiters obviously a ton of time by uh, not having to, you know, they don't have to ask uh, all of the uh, repetitive questions anymore about, you know, whether someone has a job and why they're looking for moving from a job. But also, uh, Karen's chatbot is able to actually provide the candidate with information about the company or the job requisition that they're providing. And we do, you know, we do a sentiment analysis on that as well. Uh, and and uh, we pull out concepts from the responses from the candidates. We feed all of that back into uh, our shortlisting. So the recruiters can basically go to sleep, wake up in the morning, and have a, a shortlisted set of candidates that they can really focus their time and dig into and have conversations with all of them in a more meaningful and deeper way than what they would normally have the chance to, given that you know time to fill for a recruiter. So time from the point that the job is actually posted to filling that position. That's a very important metric in, uh, in HR and in recruiting. Perfect. Thank you very much. Um, okay, let, let's get away from um, that wonderful plug for Karen. You got it, yeah. <laughs> yeah, not a problem, not a problem. Not a problem. And uh, in, instead, let's, uh, let's, let's look at, at you and, and your role. Um, what, what is an average working week look like for the oh, good web? Lord. <laughs> um, uh, like within any art, uh, any startup, I wear many, many hats. So everything from developing pitch decks for VCs to product ideation to road mapping to uh, looking after our budgets and our funding uh, and looking at particular scope and costing models and stress testing all of those as well. Um, so it's quite a varied, varied week doing things like interviews with you. And those are part of that's a part of my week as well. Um, preparing press releases, you pretty much name it uh, on on the uh, ten thousand foot level, and uh, I've got my fingers in it all. <laughs> okay, awesome. Um, now let's now let's focus on uh, the the other reason why we're chatting today. 
and that yeah. is Disrupt Take Charge Toronto. You're you're going to be one of the one of the twelve or thirteen speakers. I think that are going to yeah. be there that day. Yeah. Um, yeah. And you are talking about something I, I'm fascinated about. I, I I don't know much about it, no, um, but I'm fascinated yeah. about it. <laughs> and and that's the idea is of uh, is is true AI possible? Um, so before we talk about the topic. Tell me, if you don't mind, what made you decide to be a speaker at Disrupt HR Toronto? Well, um, luckily enough, as I was developing the last product with Inisphere Team HQ, uh, I had the chance to to run into and meet Jeff Waldman, who is a part of Disrupt HR um, in Canada. Uh, we had a lot to talk about, and uh, he was a wonderful, wonderful gentleman. And as we started talking about um, HR and uh, particularly recruiting and the challenges, the challenges there, and some of the things that we were we were talking about back and forth, it became very, 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 very uh, evident that um, we had a, a confluence. We had a confluence, and we had a very similar mindset that uh, HR is completely uh, ripe for disruption. There are many systems that are in place that are legacy systems that haven't been that have been around for a very, very long time. And just that the general mindset is in HR is ready for that shift. There, there are a lot of HR professionals out there that are ready to make changes. They feel as though that, you know, they're in a little bit in the dark technologically. And so that was uh, why I decided to become uh, become a speaker for for Disrupt HR. Is is Jeff recommended that uh, I come in and, and talk, and, and that was uh, that was it. That was the, that was the decision. <laughs> Thank you very much, and. As, as I just mentioned a moment ago, you're going to be speaking about is true AI possible? Um, tell me, tell me about the session, uh, what what it's going to involve, and are you going to have any slides uh, with a picture of the Terminator on them? I I may have a, a couple of slides with a picture of the Terminator on them. A few of uh, my colleagues and friends have pretty much said that I will be responsible for for uh, the Terminator's existence, which I don't think is true, but uh, they have mentioned it a couple of times. Um, yeah, the talk itself particularly is going to be how we can disrupt the current um, the current HR systems with artificial intelligence, and more particularly, you know, is true AI possible? Um, and you know, I'll be defining what true AI, what I feel the true AI actually is in the discussion. But inherently, one of the things that we want to discuss is the difference between uh, being able to apply a predictive model or a judgment model, and where AI is on that right now. Typically, computers have been able to um, you know, crunch a lot of algorithms and come up with, with some semblance uh, of a level of prediction, but can they actually impart human, humanistic judgment uh, on a particular um, set of copy or on a particular interaction, whether it be verbal and voice recognition and the, the sentiment analysis on that or visual recognition, recognition and how that actually directly affects um, the HR so you get five minutes i don't know if anybody's told you this yeah you get five it doesn't seem like a heck of a lot of time to to cover to cover this topic um so tell me um tell me what unique challenges and opportunities a five-minute session presents but also as part of that 
given that uh, this is um, su- such a complex topic, uh, what, 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 are the, what are the key learnings that you hope people can take away from your session? Well, I think what I will end up doing, because there is a bit of a challenge in the five-minute presentation, slide-by-slide, automatically forwarded format, uh, that I'm going to keep it relatively high level. And the intent of it actually to get people to think about all of the different ways that they could possibly use AI and what its current uh, state in the industry is right now. There's been a lot of uh, misconception about what AI is and what AI can do within the media, uh, particularly around the use of the term automation versus artificial intelligence and what that implies. So I think I'm going to keep it relatively um, high ground, see if I can get people to to consider all of the different things that can happen, and then try and open up a little bit of discourse around uh, whether true AI is possible after the actual presentation itself. Um, getting within five minutes is going to be very, very difficult to get into all of the nooks and crannies and all of the uh, potential challenges and issues that uh, uh, the inference of AI and HR possibly has. Why, why do you think Toronto needs an event? like Disrupt HR? I, I personally think I've, I've lived in Toronto for the past 11 years and I've toured this great country many times with, uh, with, a, with a band that I play with as well. And honestly, I think, you know, the major, it's one of the major cities in, in the country and for Toronto to be at the forefront and in a bit of a leadership role within technology uh, and HR, that voice needs to be heard. And, and there's no better place than a city like Toronto that's inclusive uh, of people and very, very many different mindsets and, uh, mind, uh, mindsets and approaches uh, to HR, as well as all of the disruption and, and, and learning that's going on there. I think it's, it's incredibly important that uh, um, that, that Toronto hosts this, as well as cities like Vancouver, uh, Montreal. Uh, I'm not even sure if Calgary's on the map, but Calgary might be an interesting one down the road. <laughs> it, it, it certainly is. Yeah, they, they've had a couple now. Yeah. Um, oh, great! Yeah, okay. all over it. <laughs> oh, perfect. <laughs> do, do you would you would you say that uh, Toronto is um, one of the major uh, tech hubs for HR software uh, in in North America? Obviously, you've got. Uh, Silicon Valley and various places in California and uh, and Vancouver seems to be doing an amazing job and there are, there are some places out east um, on, on the east coast there in the US. Would, would you say Toronto ranks highly in terms of places for innovation in the space? Uh, absolutely, Toronto and even if you if you're uh, if you'd like to extend that out all the way out to Kitchener Waterloo as well, um, it's an incredible hub for a disruption. Uh, new ideas in the technological space. There's a ton of HR software that's coming out of this area um, and a lot of great innovations that's coming out of uh, of Toronto and Kitchener-Waterloo. Perfect. Thank you. Uh, Any favorites? I'm just going to put you on the spot there. Uh, In in the uh, greater Toronto area or southern Ontario, yeah, and two or three favorite technologies that you've seen come out in the last two or three years. Oh, wow. Um... I don't know if I'm allowed to talk about the one that I'm really excited about right now. Um, <laughs> <laughs> unfortunately, I'm trying to I'm trying to think. Um, I'm trying to think what would be what would be some of the favorites that have come out. 
none are coming completely to 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 top of mind. A colleague of mine has a great company called Silk, and they're a financial analysis tool, uh, and they're that's a pretty incredible tool that's uh, that they've developed over the past couple of years. But that has nothing to do with HR. <laughs> okay, thank you. Um, we're coming towards the end of this particular episode. Um, I'm very much looking forward to getting the opportunity to to meet you in person at Disrupt HR Toronto. But before we wrap up for today, uh, a couple of last questions for you. Firstly, are you attending or speaking at any other HR-related events in the next six to 12 months? And if so, which ones and why? Uh, next year, there is going to be the IBM HR Summit in Toronto. I would definitely be attending that one. Um, the reason that I'm going to that one is the fact that not only are we partnered with IBM and using Watson and training Watson models for HR specifically uh, to be able to release those APIs for for the for the general consumption by the enterprise, um, but we find that their their events are are incredibly well organized. The speakers are really dynamic. Uh, they have a lot of great things to to say and a lot of insight into the space. In a way that I think uh, many HR professionals um, might not be used to hearing, I might not be used to thinking in in particular ways as well. So they're 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 really really um, uh, what's, the, what's the word that I would use? Um, they really do get you to think, uh, and they do get you to walk away and and see all of the different ways that you could possibly alter. Uh, your workflow or alter your job or different software that you could start to impart within your job to make it a lot easier uh, for you and for your team and, and for their broader corporation. Spoken like a true believer in AI. The software is coming. It's replacing us all. <laughs> we could have taken this conversation down a whole different route and talking about transhumanism. <laughs> Maybe next time. Perhaps we, perhaps we have a special HR yeah. edition uh, focused on transhumanism and uh, the, the, the coming the coming apocalypse. I don't know. Uh, does that sound cynical? Yeah, yeah, no. yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, just just finally, how how can our listeners learn more about you? Um, if you go to Karen.ai, you can learn more about our product, uh, Karen. Uh, also, if you like, you can get a hold of me at noel at karen.ai if you have any questions. And we are actually uh, in the process of onboarding pilot partners. So if there's anybody out there uh, that is of the enterprise size or uh, a larger recruitment company that's interested in piloting uh, Karen with, uh, with your firm, feel free to get a hold of this as well. Or if you're just intrigued and uh, want to discuss a little bit more on how AI can, can change the, the, the sector. Norweb, thank you so much for being our guest today. Thank you so much for having me. It was a pleasure. Listeners, I've been your host, Bill Bannon. This has been the HR Chat Podcast brought to you by the HR Gazette. Until next time. Thank you for listening to the HR Chat Podcast brought to you by the HR Gazette.